check, check, check. Yo, Yo, this is uh, DJ Rock Wall. We got Loop Guapo in the building. This in the is, building. This is, you know, Rock Talk. We're doing this thing again. Uh, hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody's enjoying 4th of July. Yeah. Happy 4th of July to everybody. Hope everybody's able to, like, get outside, have some fun, not be locked in their house because coronavirus. Yeah, bro. Coronavirus is back in, in effect, especially here in Arizona, man. We oh, have so many effects. cases now. It's like it cases. never left. Like, yeah. I, I don't even... Can't understand, man. I'm I'm over it. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are, but this this extra thirty days of just things being shut down, the oh, economy is gonna take is taking a hit for sure. And you know, our governor was uh, he definitely jumped. I feel like he jumped the gun because he knew that the a lot of the economy over the summer helps throughout the year. So I feel like he just jumped the gun. He was just trying to get that money back in, and uh, it backfired. Yeah, it did it absolutely. But hopefully, man, we uh, theoretically, if everybody gets the virus and they passes through, then we're done with it. It's terrible. You can man, get it twice, apparently. That's crazy. You can get it more than once. I'm like, no, fuck this thing, man. I'm over it already. Yeah. Just got to take that drug that uh, that Trump took and his family took, but it's not FDA approved, but it's it works. Yeah, you gotta consult with your doctor though. You I would not be over here just trying yeah. to self medicate. Who was it? Somebody said they were, they bought some off Amazon. I'm like, bro, oh, that's the wrong. <laughs> that's not it, bro. It's like that's not. You might as well just have a, a, a Tide Pod and call it a day. At that rate, you having some ridiculous shit that you don't know what it is. Man, I can't. I can't even. Can't even with people. Yeah. But uh, what? Well, what you got going on, man? How you been? Man, I've, I've been trying to stay just positive. You know, everything happening. You know, casinos were open. Working out the casino. Casino closed down for a few weeks. But I'm looking forward to this vacation. I'm going on vacation, so that should be fine. Nice. Just trying to get out of Arizona where I have to wear a mask. I'm going to go somewhere where I don't have to wear a mask everywhere I go. Um, hopefully. Hopefully it's nice. Nice break to just be away and not have to worry about house it and where you going going like the east coast i'm going to the south so around florida area so like okay gonna get some wind and some humidity in my life nice <laughs> so Are you guys flying uh yeah oh hell no i ain't driving over there it's, yeah, it's you guys, that'd 20 be crazy. plus hours driving through texas is it's a thing on its own but getting past texas like oh man i could i could only imagine no i'd, I'd rather buy a helicopter than than drive hell no yeah, bro, oh, that that, that uh, airport experience is gonna be something, man. It's gonna, that's it's, the only that's the only part I'm not sure about. I know how, I don't know how they're gonna handle everything at the airport, like TSA and everything else. But we'll see. I'll, we'll see, and I'll let everybody know what what happens and how it is. Because I know a lot of people are trying to like fly or go somewhere, like when all this is over and things are open back up. Because that's supposed to be opening Disney World mm-hmm. and like. LA and like theme parks supposed to be opening up again, so I'm sure a lot of people are gonna want to go somewhere before school starts, um, which isn't until August here in Arizona now because the 30 days of extra shit they're postponing the start of the school year. And at this rate, I'm just thinking about online school for my kid because I'm already home and like the day job is like uncertain, so it's like if I can find a work from home job or whatever, cool. I prefer not to, but at this rate, they're talking about doing all these extra things, trying to get, imagine trying to get a kindergarten to wear a mask all day. 
you're gonna waste all that time yeah. trying to make sure they wear the mask and actually getting to teach. And it's it's I don't know. I don't, yeah, it just seems difficult, especially for the younger kids, like you're saying. They're, and I know they were trying to put, like, like those plastic, you know, shields up and have them separated. They thought about shields and having everybody separated, but I, I don't know how well that will, that will go. I, I have no idea, but hopefully everything is... I can't say back to normal because I feel like coronavirus is never going to go away, even when everything's calmed down. Like, imagine people that are pregnant or having kids this year next year they're gonna they're still gonna be testing for like if they have coronavirus when they when they're born like i don't i don't even know it's some more bullshit that's all i gotta say about that one that's, it's, it's a flu but next level that's all it is yeah and, and there's been like other stuff going around too like people just be getting sick like pneumonia is going around pneumonia some people are getting bronchitis like it's it's just it's, it's, it's a weird. mess yeah well, it doesn't help. Everybody was locked in their houses and their immune systems were just like, oh, we're good. They weren't having to, like, fight or regularly combat anything. And then people went outside and, like, went all out to the rivers or to Scottsdale or wherever. And so that's whatever. But, man, I don't know if you were able to catch it, but this past weekend, they had the BT Awards. Yeah. And I am liking how they, like, how they did it was pretty cool. So they had, you know, the host and it was, it was kind of stuff like if we were doing, like, a tournament brackets ESPN kind of thing where they have one person in studio doing everything mm-hmm. and like so she hosted and everything looked dope everything looked clean announced like nominees and then awards were given out and they had people like that one like get like send in videos or do like live stream videos for the acceptance speeches um Beyonce accepted the humanitarian award and she definitely pushed the idea of voting now, important it is for us to make sure our voices are heard and, and that we vote because everything that's happened, everything that's still going to be happening, wants to make sure everybody is heard and that we like take the country into our own hands and make sure that we are represented as people. So that was real important. And then get to the performances. Now that's where it was at, bro. Like it was, it was, it was like super cinematic. It was like Megan Thee Stallion did. Savage, but it was like a Mad Max theme, and she was like out in the desert and yeah. all this choreography. And the I set. was waiting for Beyonce to pop in, like I know, but they just played her verse. I mean, yeah. she danced, but she like, just started twerking during the whole verse. Like the yeah, idea, it, it turned. It was like people did like a, a whole other music video for their BET yes. performance, and it was like yes, man, it was so creative. The baby did um, Rockstar with Roddy Rich, and he did like a whole thing. Like playing spotlight on uh, Black Lives Matter and everything of police brutality, and it was yep. real powerful. And the way he did it, man, it was. If you haven't seen it, please go on YouTube because, damn, yeah, it was it was trending for a few days, and it's the BT Awards. People don't usually look for that, but this year it was. And then uh, really Public good. Enemy one was good too. Oh yeah, they had hella people do fight the power with yeah. them, man. It was, and just to think that. Because of coronavirus and everything happening where people can't be in the same place, people are getting hella creative. Yeah. And some of this stuff that's coming out is fucking dope, man. I it's one, one that shocked me that, that was really just great just watching and listening to was the uh, Summer Walker and Usher. Yeah, Summer Walker and Usher. I, man, her voice is just, wow. It's amazing. It's like there's, there's definitely some phenomenal female artists that have been popping up for the last few years like Ella Mae, her um summer walker there's so many that are coming out and they're just killing it 
it's 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 good. And I then, like how everybody kind of like took their own uh, perspective on what's going on currently. Yeah, everyone has their own their own like perspective. Everybody's like, like, you know what? I'm gonna do the Black Lives Matter part. I'm gonna do this kind of apocalyptic yeah, type of feel. Yeah. The fight the power movement, and then you got these two twins just randomly just being pop girls. Like, oh yeah, they're like oh my God. they're like black pop twins. <laughs> And it was like, I was like, damn, this shows the spectrum and the depth that, that, you know, we have as people and as creative minds. And I'm, I'm eating it all up. It's, it's dope. And that even with like new music and everything. So last podcast was talking about J. Cole. He had snow on the bluff, right? Yeah. And he got, he got real into, you know, a lot of different ideas and everything. And, um, People responded out of the woodwork. A lot of people responded on it, man. So yeah, I mean, well, the song was inspired by the artist No Name. Uh, and, yeah, and she originally, you know, I shared some tweets about no, nobody in general. No, I mean, it was in general, but nobody specific was named, but right. just kind of about talking about the artists who talk about the movement in their songs and who really, you know, social con- con- conscious. And they're nowhere to be found during this movement time. Right, right. Which then responded J. Cole's song. And you kind of heard the insecurities that he was dealing with, not feeling like he's a leader. Right. Uh, and then uh, she responded back in song. Yeah. You know, so artists, when they do what they do, they go, you know, to their platform, to their medium and create. And I thought it was a good song. And it was like, it was, it was short, sweet, short, simple. Yeah. It was to the point. She didn't bullshit around. It's called Song 33. Man, it's a. Uh... I'd rather have this, like new songs where people like comment back and forth about topics instead of just Twitter. Yeah. Because things are taken out of context a lot more. Um, and everybody's in your business if it's on Twitter. So I'd, I'd rather it be this. It, it's, it was dope. And then J. Cole retweeted. He like shared the song and everything. Yeah. So he was behind it. But the support is real. But I'm, I'm, I'm loving this this time. Like, there's a lot of negative and a lot of shit that still needs to get worked out, but through everything else, like we are definitely putting work in, and there's a lot of things coming out, and the conversations are being had, the difficult conversations too. Mm-hmm. So it's real. I appreciate, it, especially being, being a father. It's it's great. It's great. And then you know, so we have Fourth of July today, and then Tuesday, so July seventh. If everyone remembers back when everything started popping off, George Floyd and Black Lives Matter. We talked about July 7th a lot as our blackout day. So blackout Tuesday is July 7th. So the focus What does that of, mean? Tell us, tell us what that means. I'll break it down. So the focus of, of blackout Tuesday, we're going to blackout pretty much the whole market, means that um, a day where you support only and like spending money and like supporting going to like attending black owned businesses. So like banks, grocery stores, gas stations, hair salons, barbershops, like black owned restaurant it's like stuff like that so that's what you the see a black person give them a dollar out of your pocket that's not the same because businesses have been suffering because <laughs> coronavirus so it's a it's a way to to help a lot of these businesses that have been you know struggling with coronavirus and everything but then it's also in support of the black lives matter and and the the culture as a whole the community of african-americans in america supporting each other so july 7th is tuesday blackout tuesday go there's a ton of places to find out beyonce made a whole website about like building a database of black owned businesses and everything so y'all check that out and you know just support support black owned businesses on tuesday so july 7th that's the that's the day 
I, I kind of want to go. I kind of want to go to Lolo's. Yeah. Lolo's and Mrs. White's. They are so good. Word, word of mouth. I've heard of that one. They're, they're amazing, apparently. But, yeah, July 7th, Blackout yeah. Tuesday. We're, hey, we're going to post, too, a list of... There's, there's a whole there's a whole list, man. We're definitely support. posting. So check us out on our Facebook. In Phoenix Monroe's hot chicken. Oh my god. See now you telling me some stuff I don't know about. I need to go check these places Ooh, out. Ooh, Phoenix is beautiful. Phoenix is great. Because you know I ain't lived here in a minute, so I don't know where all the dope spots is. There's I got you. There's some Caribbean spots. There's some soul food spots. There's there's options. And even out you know in Atlanta, there's a whole bunch of places. You know Waffle House is everywhere. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've been to ATL Wings. They got the fire ATL Wings. ATL Wings out here in, in, in Arizona, man. They got one in Chandler and Mesa. They have definitely, like, grown, and they're, like, keeping low-key, but I feel like they're, they're, like, competing force against, like, Wingstop right now. Especially how they, how they... I To me, like, I would choose ATL Wings over Wingstop. It takes a little longer to get your ATL Wings because they make them fresh and on the spot, and everything's good, but... The quality of it is fantastic. So ATL Wings over Wingstop, I would say. If I if I need like a if I'm on a time limit, I'll, I'll go to Wingstop. But ATL Wings, I, you can't beat that extreme honey, extreme honey hot. I can't. Yeah, they got a bunch of good flavors. But ATL style fries. Okay, we got something about food. <laughs> um, yeah. So July seventh, that is Blackout Tuesday. Support Black-owned businesses. We'll we'll be posting stuff every day about. Some different businesses out here in Arizona and even out, you know, in other states. So that way you know what's happening. And, you know, with everything that's been happening with Black Lives Matter, the attention brought to racial inequality. So the NBA is is coming back, right? They're coming back uh, end of July. And there's talks that a lot of teams on their courts, they're going to paint Black Lives Matter on their sidelines. So kind of like how in Washington, they did the whole street. They're talking about doing that on like the sidelines of their court, so a lot of pandering. It's it's a lot. It's it's a lot where people are like, huh, maybe. And then some people are doing it just for image, so they don't seem. I feel like ra- I feel like calling a white person a racist is as offensive as if a white person called a white person a nigger with like a hard R. Like to them, they get that offended if you say if you say the R word around them, it's like them saying the N word around us. People get mad. They get. That's why the Karens come out with their guns, you know, stuff like that. So, like, if it's an image thing, it's like, oh, I want to seem not racist. It's like you're not behind it for the right reasons. If you're if you are doing it because you believe that inequality and like racism has no place in America, then you are doing it for the right. But if they're doing it just for image and to save face, then don't even bother. I, we'd rather know who's not, like, supportive of us than assume that people that are, like, actually against us are for us. So. Yeah, that's what uh, Roy Woods Jr. said in his recent special he released. Um, yeah. You got to check it out. It's on YouTube. Uh, he was talking about the Confederate flag being, like, a signal. You know what I'm saying? It like, is, yeah. If you don't know who, to, you know, who the racist white people are anymore, they're, uh, they don't have the symbols that show. Yeah. It's, so it's like... It's a juxtaposition, position, you know. Yeah, so it's it's real interesting to see, and especially with the way our generation is, I feel like we'll probably see a lot of Black Lives Matter on court, like sidelines for basketball, and then prop, realistically, we'll probably see it in, in football and probably in baseball as well whenever they come back. And I don't know about football. Football is, you know, 
they're doing some things like with Jay Z and, and the Goodell. Yeah, they're the, trying to yeah. do some progressive stuff, but it's a lot of there's no black owners in the NFL. Right. And so that makes it very hard to very to it do makes something. it hard to push that. Like in NBA we we kinda we have quite a few. Yeah. Quite a few. But in NFL it's it's the opposite. Um well, I know did you see the NBA though? The they got they're wearing like these rings that like can detect COVID nineteen symptoms. Yeah, sure, good luck. Uh, I, that sounds like some bullshit. Yeah, it sounds like some made-up technology. Sounds like some, that sounds like something to make everybody comfortable, just for comfort. Because if they don't know, then they're better off. But if they know, they're going to freak out. Um, but they're going to have them, like, where is it, like, in Orlando? Like, everybody's going to be... Yeah, yeah, where they're having all the games. And, and what, I think it was Disney World, right? They're putting everybody... They're, they're, look, they're looking, they're looking here, there, yeah, because they have a ton of land, and a t- they have all the... Disney has the hookup. Like, they have a lot of stuff. That's um, crazy. There's going to be a lot of uh, lonely NBA players who ain't got no family. Yeah, it's going to be weird. We're going to come back to try to sneak in some girls. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. It's Orlando. But it, we're going to come back to some more Disney stuff in a little bit. But so, NBA is coming back. NFL, they're looking for that. Like, uh, so, just this past week, Cam Newton. So, he was with the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. He got signed a one year deal with the New England Patriots. I think it's hella ironic because for a few years back, it was the Patriots versus the Panthers, right? Mm. So Tom Brady versus Cam Newton, and they they went after him because he said something. He was like, you can't be Superman anymore. Don't do that Superman stuff. And he was like, well, stop me. And then they did. <laughs> um, but they had, like that Super Bowl was like, they were going after him hardcore. And now with Brady... And Gronkowski going to Tampa Bay Buccaneers, there's an open spot. They needed a solid quarterback. And with Bill Belichick still there, like, this could be um, the thing that the Patriots need to be back to where they, like, yeah, Cam, be. I feel like Cam Newton's going to be ready. He's going to come out the gate. He's going to be playing yeah. harder than he ever has. I think he's kind of healed up some of those injuries that he had prior and we're gonna see a different Cam Newton and then this one deal this one year deal really you know what that is especially in any sports is like short term contract in order to prove yourself yeah let's so that way you can sign a bigger deal because like he he is older now he's of course wiser now and you know people change in a year people change in five years so it's like I still think he's underpaid though I feel like I feel like he, I feel like he's definitely on the pity. If he ends up turning around and taking New England to the Super Bowl, they can't say shit, and they're gonna have to up his pay, especially this one-year yeah. deal. Yeah. I feel like that's why he took. I feel like that's why he's like one-year deal at in the Patriots, and they have a ton of solid. They have some solid players on offense. Um, but if if he does so great this year, he's I don't think he's staying in New England. I if he does so great, I think it's going to depend on what they offer him to come back. I think he's going to be out of there. Where he going to go if he leave? Go back to he Carolina? Got some, he got some options, you know. What are the come on over are... to Chicago. We need we need a quarterback oh, in Chicago. Lord. Imagine if he went to Pittsburgh or the Saints. That would be real interesting. If he took over in New Orleans, that would be... That would be real interesting. Be Shout out to Cam Jordan. He got, he got the hair for it. He definitely got the hair for it, and they definitely have, like the lineman to make sure he is good to go like ooh that's a that's some fancy football for your ass right there yeah. um Cam Newton in the Patriots <laughs> that maybe Cam Newton in the on the Saints uh damn well 
So sports are coming back. I got you got me thinking about fantasy football and everything else. But sports are coming back finally. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if if any people are allowed in to like see the games or not be like part of the audience. Like we don't know if there's gonna be crowds at the games. And you know, athletes do a lot of trash talking. Um, so they'll have to fill that space of no noise or silence with some. They're going to get the fake audience cheering. Ah, that just makes me sad. Press the button. Cheer that now. That makes me so Cheer. sad. I don't like that. No, get, get rid of that. That should make me sad as hell. But So that's coming back. And then uh, people going, are starting to get to go back to work now. Um, one by one, everything's reopening. And I guess in Amsterdam, the red light district is reopening again this week. Um, which is weird to think because that is a business out there. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how how they've been dealing with this unemployment because prostitutes are already like already working, but now they don't get to work. I wonder if they still worked and they did like an Uber thing where they just drove up and just dropped a bitch off <laughs> and then came back around like it was a bus route and picked them up. I don't know. Knock at your door. Because cash, because you got cash app, you got Zelle, you got you got uh, Venmo, you got PayPal. They probably went digital. You know, one on one private session. Everything went digital. I would be surprised if prostitution did not go digital in Amsterdam because it's Amsterdam. They're real progressive. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say progressive. I'm gonna say that. that's the word I choose. Well, so that's happening. That's reopening. And then a lot of people are hyped because they put Hamilton, the Broadway musical, on Disney+. Plus. Yay. Uh, so I'm sure that there's a ton of people watching that, you know, this whole weekend, just in the spirit of 4th of July and everything else. And it is absolutely dope. But also, you know, end of July. So July 31st, this was just announced. Beyonce has a film coming out on Disney+. Plus. It's called Black is King. And it is black as like we get all aspects of Africa, African American, black culture in America. It is yeah, so much imagery just thrown at you at once. It's, it's like so much, and it's like a one minute trailer, but it's like, damn, what is this movie? Gonna yeah, be? you have no idea what it's going to be about. It seems real inspired by like the the Lion King that she did. Apparently, it's based on the soundtrack she did, The Gift, and like there's going to be cameos from like Pharrell and Charles Gambino, people that were featured on the album. So oh, okay. it it could be real. It could be real mouthwatering because she definitely did. She did stuff with Netflix, with the Homecoming, yeah, and now she's doing stuff with Disney Plus. So you think it's gonna be more documentary? I think because you really can't tell from that. You can't. T- I feel like it's not a. I don't think it's gonna be a documentary because yeah. it's like written, directed, and produced by Beyonce. So I'm not sure if it's a documentary. I think I think it's more of a film that's like abstract like kind of like visual art I think it's gonna be a visual art kind of movie mm-hmm. kind of like how she, when she did like the Beyonce visual album it was all like all the songs had this video and everything was put, tied together I feel like it might be on those lines if it's not it's like a feature film talk about a sleeper hit like damn like yeah. and she just be she's going to the hell of business mode her and Jay-Z are going to hell of business mode yeah. Like Jay Z was Rock Nation, they're dealing with NFL and a whole bunch of stuff, and you know you got money where you could just put out a movie and don't even put no, really no marketing behind it. It's like you just know it's gonna do numbers when it drops. Like, like 30, 30 days, in thirty days this is coming out. It's like P 
people promote films for yeah. like years. Yeah, we saw like, we saw Avengers like for like Avengers, years. James Bond movies, like Harry Potter, like stuff like that. It's like you know it's coming out well in advance. Now we got thirty days and this is coming out. This is gonna hit like shit. Talk about power, confidence, like that, and like and her her regular Parkwood Entertainment. They're they got a uh, Chloe and Halle, and they've been blowing up recently. They had the song "Do It." They performed on Good Morning America. They performed on the BET Awards, and people were like, "Who is this talent? What is happening?" And Bash is like, "Parkwood, my label. <laughs> I own this. I got this. this. These are my people." It's like, yo, her and Jay Z are about to make a massive move into the business world. I feel that's that's my mm-hmm. opinion, but. Damn, Black is King, the film directed, written, produced by Beyonce. It's going to be on Disney Plus July 31st. And then, man, like, it's, damn, I'm, I'm hyped. All this new content, everything coming out. Um, How you feel about the uh, the battles that, that just came about? Did you see Jadakiss versus Fabulous? Yeah, I was watching Man, that. I that feel like dope. I needed a basketball jersey, extra tall. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, the vibes were... Jada Kid's so looking like a fresh lemon drop. It's so easy. Yeah, I don't know why he wore that. That's just, that's just, I don't know. But yeah, it was so much throwback to it. I'm just like, man, this is. Like, it reminds you of what the 2000s were to rap, the, like the rap game. <laughs> because, like, if we think about, like, the 90s and where it left everybody, like, Tupac and Biggie died, who was going to be the next king? And then the 2000s, everybody wanted to be on top. Everybody mm-hmm. wanted to be number one, like Nelly, 50 Cent. Jadakiss, Fabulous, Ludacris, uh, Jay-Z, Snoop Dogg wanted to be number one. So many people. And it was just like the the talent pool was unmatched. Hell yeah. I mean, it was uh, was Mace and Jadakiss' pen that brought Diddy from the 90s into 2000s. Yep, yep. Like, it's so much money. And then, then, like, that and Dipset, G-Unit, like, so many, so many different record labels and clicks and then we got clothing lines record like shoes shoes like we went into every aspect of pretty much america you couldn't you can't dispute that but damn damn that was good yeah then the one with alicia keys and john legend alicia keys and john that one was that was dope i didn't know that he played the keys on uh lauren hill's um, album uh, Miseducation oh, Miss Ed- oh wow He played oh. the keys on What song was that I'm gonna look that up Right now Damn So much So much good shit man Shout out to Timbaland And you know Swiss Beats Coming with this idea Because it definitely Blew up uh, Timing is everything uh, Either on purpose Or by accident But This has definitely Become like a regular thing For people to enjoy Every week uh, especially when we have holiday weekends, everybody's just loving it, loving it. Yeah, everything is everything. Oh, he played that key. He played the piano, on huh. and, and he was in college too. Dang! Oh man! And then so, so much and then, you know, it's crazy. Like so much music just is revolved around consistently, like Kanye West. When you go back, there's so much. He knew exactly who to pick and when to pick them. I think that's the thing. Kanye West with John Legend, Kanye West with Travis Scott, Kanye West with Kate Cuddy, Kanye West and Tiana Taylor. She just had her album come out. Like, there's two, like, Post Malone. Like, he knows when to get them early and help them. Big Sean, like, it's like, damn, push a T. Mm-hmm. There's a list. Thanks, Kanye. 
That's all I have to say on that one. <laughs> but like all this stuff, especially this stuff on YouTube, there's a ton of YouTubers uh, going back into their their catalog and they're taking down a lot of their old stuff and apologizing for past videos that like made fun of stereotypes to the black community, Asian Americans, Indians, Mexicans, any minority group. So there's a lot of people that are like passionately seeing like the issues that they had and like how they saw like things about race and they're like disgusted with their past actions like uh Liza she's she's she has a YouTube original show now she's done a whole bunch of stuff she apologized to the Asian American community for like pretending to have a uh, Japanese accent Jenna Marble she had a whole bunch of stuff she quit YouTube uh, because of a video she did, uh, it was on Nicki Minaj. She was like, I guess, blackface. It was like, she was like, oh, mostly like not okay. So it's like, huh? I would say think before you act, but the times have definitely changed, and people are definitely yeah, looking back definitely at their, their past. Like even, like, even some of our friends, they're like, even now, they're like, yeah, some of the jokes we made are fucked up. It's like. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. But context is always key. Yeah, context. And that's the thing. I'm trying to think. I'm like, man, that, but it, in a different time when, when, like, comedians would say, like, off the wall shit, like, we people would All the time. All the time. Even, But even the great ones, like, there was a way where they were able to still, you know, speak to a truth that, yeah. you know, we all feel. And I think that stepping away from not being able to express how we feel in certain ways is, is going to be a hindrance to our growth as well because we can't look at these stereotypes directly in the face yeah. and acknowledge kind of like alright how these stereotypes uh, were expressed how they persisted through right. culture and time I, I don't know I think I think we have opportunities to move forward but at the same time I actually diligently looking at the people and the context that they put it in and if it's creative it's funny then hey you know then it works it works like everybody people can't get mad at Robert Downey Jr. when right. the collective of us are like nah he killed it <laughs> he yeah, did a great job he killed it that shit was fucking funny that Tropic Thunder was funny as hell and like even like some of our legends in like and like the comedy game some of the stuff they said back in the day they would get like slapped in the face for saying that like even like rest in peace Robin Williams like he said stuff in his Broadway special that like I don't think he would say now yeah cause like well now like everyone doesn't want nobody wants to offend each other but like if we can't bring light to like some of these things that separate us and make it to a point where instead of being mad and crying about it we laugh it off mm -hmm. I, I feel like that helps a lot of people but context is always key cause some people are Real black or white literal with things. Some people have a sense of humor. Some people don't. Uh, well, also like, too, like looking at the, the Kevin Hart situation. Remember when he was going? Oh man, the thing? LGBTQ. They ripped they, him. They went new after one, right? him, and that was like an old special. That was like before Laugh at My Pain. So that was yeah, like that before was 2010. A long ass time ago. And yeah. they came after him, and he was like, and he had to suffer the consequences. Yeah. And so, like, we're looking at looking like this though. Like, if you apologize right for something like that and you apologize again right you, you shouldn't have to keep apologizing and explaining yourself yeah if you grow then you grew 
And so, like, once you get to that point, you have to, like, let that those things go if people choose to then continue to support him then that's their decision exactly because they, they support him based upon other principles and other things that he's done yeah. to show him progress and so at that point it's like man who are we who are we trying to cancel like yeah. why are we going after these people that we're just you know trying to have this cancel culture and let's just go back but it seems like there's an agenda it seems like they're going after certain people it definitely feels and like i'm not saying they that they're all black but i'm saying damn it's a lot I'm of black saying, people i'm saying this i'm glad nobody tried to cancel dave Chappelle. man that's gonna be a hard thing that's gonna be hard because like he he's he's the kind of person he'll but he'll be real about this he's on and like he'll be real about it but like you can't really like call him out if he's called himself out, right? Yeah. Like you can't like. Yeah, so, like, that's him, the whole. The the that's the whole Eminem thing. Remember when A. Mile when he exactly. made fun of himself? Fun of himself. Now <laughs> you can't make fun of me. I just took away your power that you knew you, you were gonna do to me. I it's knew like, you were gonna do it. It's like uh, it's like anytime like any famous like musician or somebody they go on SNL like no, we're gonna do this edgy like comedy sketch about me to make fun of me so we get so because like. It's yeah. funny people think I'm this way or that I think this way, and they just make fun of it. And it's like, well, it was funny as hell if Drake did it. And then like Drake made fun of himself. It's fine, but like when you let when you when you hide stuff and it comes out later, then you get dragged through the mud for it. So it's like it's it's a weird point because you know in the '90s and everything, the publicists, like image consultants. Like even think like even Will Smith, one of the biggest movie stars, he had like a publicist, image consultant. Like there were certain things and certain like projects he would sign up for to fit his image, mm -hmm. and there's things that he would not do because. But he, if he was passionate about it, he wouldn't do it because of his image. So like different things, even like with his family, they talked about it on Red Table Talk, like the idea of like the way he wanted to present him and his family to like the media and like. Because back then there was no social media, it was just print, magazines, and TV. Mm -hmm. So, like, they wanted to present him a certain way to be, like, wholesome, I guess. But mm -hmm. now he's on Instagram. He's like, no, this is really what it is. And, like, Jada has the Red Table Talk where they dive into some hard topics and they do not dodge around that shit. And it's, it's, real, it's real, like, I feel like that's better and more cleansing for people than hiding things. That's my pick on it. I, I, I agree with you 100%. I also look at it, too, like, uh, in, in this weird theory that Will Smith is kind of like the reason why a lot of young kids, you know, act childish and do things and that they go to the cool mode instead of like, oh, I want to learn and be more like Carlton, kind of, in a way. Well, Whereas, I would definitely say, yeah, especially in the 90s, like, being a nerd was not being smart. The smart skin in the class was not cool. You wanted to be the dumb kid having fun. Yeah, he was the laughs. he was the typical like okay cool kid yeah. who didn't you know he rapped he played ball right he dressed fly he got the girls exactly and you saw that kind of persona play off and now you have a lot of you that, know, that played Smiths. through the nineties and in the two thousands and even like and even now like because that was the early nineties I was like what ninety three ninety four that show was like done. But like in the 2000s, you saw kind of a, there was a shift. There was a, there was a kind of a shift where everybody wanted to be a secret agent. So like you had to be smart to be a secret agent. So you kind of saw that image 
And like Famous Jet Jackson, like uh, Casey Under Undercover with Zendaya, like stuff like that. We saw they're cool, but they're smart, mm-hmm. and they're not gonna play dumb. So you saw that a little bit, but that's like that's definitely like the millennial generation got to see that more. But right, but still like classic shows that you think of first Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, so I like I like seeing him take on you know the. Uh, this this older version of himself, this, this like older, wise, wiser version, transparency, yeah. and you know, I feel like it's it's helpful for a lot of people. Some people use that for like therapy, cleansing, anything, just to see like someone that they idled, like be normal, have a soul, and like have issues like everyone else. That's why being human is important. You cannot be a robot. You cannot be a bot. You gotta be. You gotta keep it real. That's why Kanye won't get canceled. I'll say that, yeah. Even though he does have he, he has like mental illness and everything else. Like which, when I watched the David Letterman on, on, oh, on that, Netflix, on Netflix? that Man, one, that, that made so much more sense of Kanye to yeah. me. Like, oh, like bro, you were just diagnosed. You were just di- like fresh. And, and your dad used to do crazy antics, like yeah. grabbing a mic and talking to people. Oh, yeah. you you just that makes perfect sense. Yeah, you just uh, apple fall don't fall far from a tree. Yeah, and and that's one of the things where you know in the black community, like the idea of mental health, we don't really talk about. It. It's like oh, they just being crazy. They never we never dive into it, and like they talked about on Empire with like the the oldest son, he suffered from you know a lot of mental health issues. They don't they didn't really touch it. Not until he was like much older, and I feel like that's a thing, especially with how the age of social media is, where being transparent, talking about things, is better than hiding it because hiding it does a lot more harm. And it, it's helpful now. It's like, oh, Kanye was told some like some mental health issues. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Bipolar. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. We know. Cool. We we all know. It's it's not like a hidden thing because you just assume everybody's fully functional, good to go. No no health issues whatsoever and just keep it pushing but it, when you know it's helpful immensely because then there's people that follow that artist or that creator musician that might also be suffering from it but don't want to tell anybody but they get the courage because they know it's like oh my idol Kanye West is bipolar mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell everybody else I'm bipolar because he can do it I can do it so it's that thing where yes you're an individual yes you're a creative mind and you have all this violent like on you at all times but you're also that light or that beacon for a younger kid or teenager to like get through something build and you know stay strong and just live life I feel feel like that's one of the biggest things especially with all the stuff on YouTube and social media um, hiding it does a lot more you know damage than putting it out there so Personally, YouTubers, if you if you feel yourself like going back in your older videos and like hating yourself, or you want to quit YouTube, or you like, man, that already happens. People like, go back and look at their videos like, oh man, I was terrible. Now you got to deal with oh, this yeah. racist shit. Yeah, because there's some people that are like that been on YouTube for, like ten plus years and like they were a completely different person ten years ago. Like they could have been a teenager ten years ago. Now they're like have a family, they have whatever, but like. You change, like, imagine how much you can change in a year, let alone 10 years. So, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I was young and dumb. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a, like a, having a record. Like, if you ever go to, like, Juvie or something where you have, like, stuff on you, 
like a felony or a misdemeanor. It's like, yeah, it's there. Yeah. Can't really erase it. I could better myself for the future. Um, and I can learn from it, but I can't, like, erase my past. Because then that just erase you, you as a human being. So, I just hope everybody's, you know, able to, you know, massage through it. The best thing to do is have a conversation with people or a community or group that you feel like you offended and just be real about it. If if they feel like, no, you're good, it was funny, it was whatever, then you know that you don't have to beat yourself up about it day in and day out that you made this video in 2010 and keep moving on and everything. But if you don't and you're just in your house like we are now, in your bubble, you're just going to assume that people, you're going to assume the worst and then you're going to end up just quitting, doing something that you're passionate about that defines your life, that your career is just going to quit because you don't want to offend nobody. You want to be that, that jackass or that asshole to somebody or like a group. So just talk, conversation like this. Talk to somebody in a Walmart parking lot. I don't care. Just do that. That happened to me once, me and my wife, random person, Walmart parking lot. Just do that. Talk. Just have a conversation. That's all you need to do. Absolutely. This is like having kids. Just talk to them. Yeah, absolutely. People will will learn something. Yeah. So, like, the biggest thing I, w- I would recommend for this 4th of July, you know, talk to people, you know, have fun, barbecue. Like, realistically, 4th of July, the, the, we barbecue. That's what we're getting together and we're, having, we're grilling. Yeah, so turn up. Hey, put on that put on that DJ Rock Wilder mix. Yeah. It's, it's a reason to have a party. So, we're having fun. It's, it's great. But, you know. Have fun. Uh, drink responsibly. Yes, sir. No forest fires, wildfires, especially in Arizona. Shit, damn, it's just dry, and the wind be coming, and yeah. So be careful, and you know, just talk to people. Talk to people you haven't talked to in a while. Catch up with friends, family, and just talk about life and where everything's at. Yep. That way you know you know where everybody is, and you know what's cool, what ain't cool. And keep living life. Hey, go check out that uh, Lil Wayne tribute to Kobe on YouTube. They did the BET Awards. Oh, Fire. Lil Wayne. Yeah, okay, so Lil Wayne on BET Awards, tribute to Kobe. Check that out on YouTube. And, you know, keep it pushing. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Rock Squad, R-O-K-K-S-Q-U-A-D. Yes, that's Yes, sir. It's Luke Guapo on IG and all platforms. I'll let your boy. You got something to say? Say something. Y'all, uh, y'all be good. And, you know, y'all be good. Happy 4th of July, everybody. Happy 4th of July. Next Peace. week, Friday Night Function. Next week, that's going to be a thing next week on Twitch and Mixcloud Live. Y'all be good. And don't get drunk. Later. <laughs>